That's what happens when you simply just punch a team in the face. That's what this game was. The Eagles just punched the Buccaneers in the face. That's all they did. They punched them, and they punched them, and they punched them. This game, 25-11 is not even remotely close to indicative of how close this game was. It wasn't that close at all. The Eagles just beat the living snot out of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Like This was an ass-kicking. That's what it was. It was an ass-kicking tonight. There's levels to this, and you're seeing that the Eagles, who aren't statistically pretty right now, they're not playing their best football. That's what you got to hear. 3-0. 3-0 and in each game have held a 16-point lead or more in all three games. Like, and they're not playing well? Shouldn't that be like a sign to people where you think, wait till this team starts clicking? Let, let's get into it. The Eagles beat the Buccaneers 25-11. What are the five reasons why? I want to start fifth, and I'm going to give it to Jalen Hurts. And I know people are going to go, Jalen Hurts? Yeah, he threw for 277 yards. That's nice. But only one touchdown and two interceptions? And he's fifth? First and foremost, Jalen Hurts is under the weather. Like, that was noted during the uh, the broadcast tonight. And it tells me he must be very under the weather because this guy is a no-excuse guy. And for it to get out there, he didn't put it out there. Like, th- I, th- this I'm sure came from somebody in the team telling them, hey, like, th- heads up, this guy ain't doing good at all right now. And even after the game, I listened to his uh, interview. Didn't even reference it. He won't make it an excuse. He'll never say it. But to me, watching him, it told it told me when I saw this, that's why a couple of his throws deep down the field were underthrown. I mean, he had an unbelievable throw tonight to Alameda Zacchaeus, who played in place of Quez Watkins for the touchdown. That was an, one of the best throws I've ever seen him make in his career. But the Devontae Smith interception, let's be honest, the interception down the, the, the line there, I mean, let's call it what that was. That was an absolute... One incredible play by their corner and a miracle interception that he somehow got both feet in. The ball didn't move. I, I get it. It's an interception nonetheless. Hey, we scored two points on it because the very next play, the Eagles got a safety because Nick Morrow made an unbelievable play from the linebacker spot. But, I mean, deep ball. He had Kenny Gainwell on uh, Devin White. He ran by him, and he underthrew that one. Any ball that was thrown, it looks like you know about 30, 35 yards or more down the field, they were just underthrows. Underthrow from him. And, and and here's the thing. We all know Jalen Hurts. He throws a really good deep ball. That's one thing he's improved on greatly. So for him to be underthrowing those just tells you that his body just didn't have it in him tonight. Like he had nothing in him. So for him to come out here and even play to the level that he did was incredible. And, and again, he'll never make it an excuse. And A.J. Brown dropped a touchdown. It looks like I, in the what was it in the beginning of the fourth quarter? So he could have had two touchdowns thrown, but he rushes for a touchdown on on the sneak play. I think he had twenty eight yards rushing tonight. I thought all considered, Jalen Hurts. I thought did what he needed to do to win the game. And again, for him to have three picks this year, three turnover, four turnovers really is a fumble too. So I mean, that's not him. And we're three and zero. And you know that's not him. You know what I mean? Like. He's not a turnover machine. 
for him to throw two picks in a game. That never, ever, ever happens. We're 3-0. So I look at it like this. This guy's floor. This is his floor, by the way. That's the beautiful part about what you're watching, Hurts. You're seeing his floor. This is his floor. And his floor has allowed us to be 3-0. and zero. Oh, well, you've only played the Patriots. Uh, you've only played the Vikings. And you've played now the Buccaneers. Okay. It, it Those aren't like, I, I don't know if people are trying to say they're like dumpster of the NFL teams, but they're far from it. You know, New England, obviously, I know they're they're one and two. I know Minnesota's 0-3, but I mean, really, they they lost at the buzzer, essentially, the to the Buccaneers. They played us pretty close last Thursday, and they literally lost at the goal line to the Chargers yesterday. So, I mean, yeah, they're 0-3, but I mean, you don't fool yourself. You know that they're a really good 0-3 team. Like they're probably the best 0-3 team in the league. And then obviously today, Tampa Bay was 2-0 coming into this game, and the Eagles just punched them in the mouth. And we're 3-0. and And the quarterback is playing, like I said, at his floor level. And that's not going to continue. This was the time to get the Eagles. And it hasn't happened. Jalen Hurts now, 20 wins in his last, what, 21 starts? That was the big thing here. He's just a winner. He is a winner. And again, I, I don't like those stats because it, it's a team sport. In games he started, that's what it is. But it's a team sport. But I'm just telling you, it it he's a leader and he inspires winning. And that's why the Eagles are, are the team they are. And that's why they can get away with him not clicking on all cylinders. I mean, tonight, obviously, the, the major excuse being that, like, and again, I know he hates the excuse point, but it's like the guy's severely under the weather and we win the game. Now, fourth, I went with two guys here, and they're both on different sides of the ball. I gave A.J. Brown, and I went with Reed Blankenship. And the reason I went with A.J. Brown is this. A.J. Brown, uh, you know, the whole blow-up on the sideline there last week, the whole incident. Um, so I, I get it. I know people were were obviously concerned about what was going on with, with A.J. Brown and Jalen Hurts. Are, are they going to be all right? Is everything good with the Eagles, blah, blah, blah. Listen, everything's good with the Eagles. There's no issues with Jalen Hurts. Um, there's no issues with A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown tonight, nine catches, 131 yards. Should have had a touchdown. Could have been 10 for whatever, but I, it, like this is what it goes to show you. Like Last week, it was Devontae Smith. That's it. The Eagles have the beautiful thing right now where they don't need, like, for instance, you watch the Buffalo Bills. Stephon Diggs has to be the guy when they're throwing the football. The Eagles don't have that. But the beautiful thing is, like Stephon, they have guys that are the quality of, or even better than, in my opinion, Stephon Diggs. And that's not a slight to him. I'm just telling you, with, with Smith and Brown, how good I think they are. When you're, when you're that talented at that position, it's just easy. And again, Tampa Bay tonight, no Carlton Davis. That was a major, like the second Carlton Davis wasn't playing, I knew in my head, I'm like, the Eagles are going to have no problem winning this game. I, I just knew it because I'm like, they're so limited then at what they can do in their secondary. And to be fair to them, their secondary, I thought, overachieved. I mean, really, Hurts did throw two interceptions. One was to a linebacker, but the other one, obviously, you know, what was his name? Delani uh, Davis made that unbelievable catch on an underthrown ball to Smith. That could have been a touchdown. But I give a ton of credit tonight to A.J. Brown. He was just, 
that third down play on the last drive where he catches the ball about five yards short, makes uh, you know, their corner uh, was it McCullum? Pitts Jr. miss, gets the first down. A.J. Brown was physical tonight, all over the field, big impact on the game. Now, Reed Blankenship as well. At the end of the first half, that interception, after the Eagles threw an interception, you know, after Hurts threw the pick to, you know, Devin White on what was clearly, to me, a more or less a miscommunication. I know you'll look at the play and go, well, if he was breaking out, he threw it straight to where he was. I think he thought that Swift was sitting down there. Because, like, people don't get it on option routes. There's three options. You either break left, you can break right, or you could sit down. And it was just a miscommunication. Jurgens was beat like a drum by their defensive tackle, uh, Green, who was an undrafted player last year. And then Hertz makes that quick decision and ends up being an interception. But the fu- like, literally, there was a sack, and then Reed Blankenship instantly turns the ball back over. What an gr- unbelievable interception in pouring rain. And he had a great fill on a run tonight. Like, Reed Blankenship is just a damn good football player. Oh, he's not the athlete, whatever. Like, please, these scouts who, like, this guy's instincts are top-notch. He's by far right now our best safety. He's one of our best players. He's just an excellent football player. And Reed Blankenship, proven again tonight. And again, it shows you what we were missing last week when he wasn't on the field. You see how much better the defense is when Reed Blankenship plays. Like, it's a major deal when he has to play. If he doesn't play... It's a major, major deal. The fact this guy went undrafted blows my mind. His athletic traits. His athletic traits look damn good enough to me. Third, I went with DeAndre Swift. 130 yards rushing for DeAndre Swift tonight. <laughs> I, I, It's almost to the point where I'd be okay if they fired the coaches for DeAndre Swift not playing in game one. Like, he literally had one carry against the Patriots. He's second in the NFL in rushing. He had one carry in game one. 175 last week. 130 tonight. 16 carries. Like the juice he has through the holes, the patience he runs with, how agile he is, how he's able to just cut on a dime. Like this guy is a special football player. And I'm at the point where it's like, you got to start thinking to yourself, like what happened in Detroit? Because why... How could they not figure out how to use this guy? Because you know what I mean? Like, it's not like, oh, yeah, I know the holes are big and he's run. This guy is electric. Like, he has juice. Like, you see the difference when Kenny Gainwell runs the ball versus when DeAndre Swift does. Now, I'm not trying to take a shot at Kenny Gainwell. I'm just telling you there's levels to it. And DeAndre Swift is just on a different level. Him being on this team is going to be one of the great moves of the year. Like, again, knock on wood, he stays healthy. Because if he does, DeAndre Swift is going to, like, I, I'm I'm telling you, like, he, we'll be talking at the end of the year about this guy potentially being, like, he, he could get himself into Offensive Player of the Year conversations. I'm being serious. Like, he, it's just easy money for him. When he gets in open space, like, you're not tackling him. Second... Speaking of not being able to tackle him, I went with the offensive line. The Eagles' offensive line is just, tonight was incredible. I talked about the Jurgens play, I get it. But, you know, Kelsey had a missed block that led to uh, Hurts getting crushed on a play early in the game. I get that. I know there were some moments. But when these guys, first of all, they're the best run-blocking offensive line maybe ever. Like These are massive, massive, massive holes that come out. 
Like the way they, it's just unbelievable how un and they're pass blocking tonight. I know we talked about a couple exceptions there, but they were blitzed heavy. And Jalen Hurts, for the most part, had a clean pocket all night. Jordan Mailata, excellent. Landon Dickerson, who got hurt, we're going to have to monitor. I know it's a, it's a bruise knee. I don't think it's going to be too serious. Came out, but he was excellent. Sue Opeta was good when he went in there. You know, Jason Kelsey, obviously the one misplay, but for the most part, really good. Cam Jurgens, the one, for the most part, really good. Lane Johnson, excellent. He was excellent tonight. That offense line, I mean, they got to stay, again, knock on wood, they stay healthy. I'm just telling you, it's like the beautiful thing the Eagles can do is they can beat you in multiple ways. And I know people don't appreciate, oh gosh, you got to be able to throw the ball sidearm, 40 yards on a rope. Like, And again, Patrick Mahomes could do it. That's awesome. Good for him. I'm not discrediting him. He's a great player. But the Eagles can win in a multitude of ways. And sometimes, it, it, to you, it might not be pretty, but to football play, like people who know football, they love it. Like, the coaches love this. Like, we could just run. There was nine minutes left in this game. The Eagles like gave up a touchdown, made a 25-11. Nine minutes, Tampa Bay never got the ball back. Nine minutes, they just ran the clock out. They took their will they never touched the football again. And that's on the backs of the offensive line. But the number one reason I went with, the defensive line. And specifically, I'm talking about their three defensive tackles. Their three, and again, not a discredit to Milt Williams, but Fletcher Cox, Jordan Davis, and especially Jalen Carter. Jalen Carter tonight. Him and Fletcher meeting at the quarterback. Then a, a strip at the end of the first half. Or, I'm sorry, in the second quarter. Or was it third quarter? No, it was, the, it was the end of the second quarter. He had a strip. Like, it's just the strip on Rashad White. I mean, it, these guys are incredible. Like, Jalen Carter being an Eagle is an incredible story. Like, he is legitimately, right now, to me, no question, better than Javon Hargrave. Like, he's better than Javon Hargrave. And I'm not trying to take a, a pot shot at Javon Hargrave. Like, Javon Hargrave, as a pass rusher, was unfreaking believable for a couple seasons. Like, last year, I, I, to be fair, he kind of got his numbers against the, you know, lesser teams we played. Jalen Carter's better than him. He's a way better football player. He's unbelievable against the run. He's unbelievably instinctual. Like the Rashad White play, he was triple teamed Jalen Carter. So he just studied Mayfield. He sees, okay, hey, I'm triple teamed here, whatever it is, what it is. He studies Mayfield's eyes and goes and just makes a play on the ball when the running back catches the check down. It's just incredible. This guy, again, it's, he was the number one player Overall, coming out of college football. And I understand everything that happened off the field. But if teams really took his pro day workout and used that as a way to write him out, because I heard that too. It wasn't the legal stuff. I heard his pro day workout was a big reason some teams took him. Like, I'd be like, guys, if you want to do the, that's understandable. But if you're, if you took him off your board because of the pro day workout, I'd be like, all right. People got to lose their job because this guy is going to be 
the best defensive tackle in the NFL much sooner than later. And Fletcher Cox looks rejuvenated. Jordan Davis has been just light years better than he was. You know, and I, again, shout out to this defense too. Let's just go over the whole defense because James Bradbury played inside tonight. He went to the slot. They kept Josh Job on the outside. Did Josh Job, I think, have a great game? No. I mean, is there's signs there with Job? There is. Again, there's going to be growing pains with him. It's just his first NFL action. But the Eagles flat out just said, Mario Goodrich, he, he can't play yet. And I said that last week. I said he's just not ready to play. It is what it is. He's just not ready to play. He was inactive tonight. To tell you how little they thought he was ready to play. He was inactive. Like if Bradbury had to come out, I heard it was like going to probably be Sidney Brown that went into the slot. Think about that. And I think you're going to see a little bit of that. I think they're going to try to incorporate that. I, I, I A major part of me thinks the Eagles are going to be looking for their slot corner on the open market in terms of a trade. Not free agent in terms of a trade. I really think that. That's going to be the move. Because they have their $13 million outside corner playing inside right now. But the defense tonight was great. Obviously, the, the, the Buccaneers scored 11 points. Just took, this wasn't, it was, it was just, they punched them in the face and the Buccaneers never had a response. This was another great win. It was. And they're not, the beautiful part of this all is that you know the offense has another level to it. Like they're not anywhere close to their potential yet. They have not played to their standard yet, to quote the quarterback. And they're 3-0. This team is really freaking good. They are a really good team. And things are slowly starting to click a little bit more and a little bit more. And there's only three undefeated teams left in the NFL. Think about that. The Eagles, the 49ers, and the Dolphins. That's the list. This was a beautiful game. Of course it rained. It rains everywhere in the United States now. That's the new thing. It's always going to rain wherever you go. But I want to give a couple shout-outs here, too. To, you know, guys, honorable mention, by the way. How about Britton Covey? Like, Britton Covey, our punt returner, who's now on the active roster. Britton Covey, a major 52-yard return tonight. Another great punt return on the safety uh, punt. I mean, like, Britton Covey, it, it's funny. He only tends to sort of semi-struggle as a punt returner when he's being a practice squad call-up because there's, like, so much more pressure on him. When he's actually just on the team, he ends up being a really damn good punt returner. He's been our, he's the best punt returner this team's had since Darren Sproles. It's not even close. Like, he's reliable. And he's getting close to having to play as a wide receiver, too, because, like I said, Quez is out with that hamstring, and that's been a lingering issue for him since, obviously, the preseason. And it to me, hamstrings, they never really fully go away, do they? It's something that keeps popping up. But Alameda Zacchaeus, how about a shout-out to him? 
two major catches on Hertz's two best plays of the year. That play, that throw down the sideline was unbelievable. And then the touchdown was even better than that. This I'm just, I'm ecstatic about the way the Eagles won this game, because again, they did not have their best punch. Their quarterback, like I said, clearly hampered by being way under the weather. 25 to three in the fourth quarter. And that's what the Eagles not finishing in the red zone. And that's a big deal. Like the first drive of the game, they don't convert a fourth and two. You know, it, it hurts, throws the interception. This is all inside the 30-yard line. Settling for field goals. It would have been a touchdown there. Hurt Jalen, they were running like they, they semi-faked their push play. And Hurts is supposed to roll out and he trips. Like just stupid things like that happened. Like not finishing drives. They were up by three scores in the fourth quarter. Without finishing drives. I, like... It's going to start clicking. That's how scary good this team is. It's not clicking yet. And it's going to start clicking sooner than later. We'll be back Thursday. Got a big division game coming up against Washington who just got stuffed by the Bills. So you know that they're going to be playing for, you know... It's a big game for them. Before we get to Thursday, let's finish tonight and let's talk freaking Geek of the Week. Freak of the Week? I, oh, man. Oh, this one's tough. It's like, do you go with Jalen Carter? I'm good. DeAndre Swift is right in this conversation. Like, this is a tough one. I'm going to go with Reed Blankenship. I'm going to give Reed Blankenship some love. We'll give Reed Blankenship Freak of the Week. That interception was incredible. The way he's all over the field. Again, Jalen Carter, I think, is going to be... We talked about him in week one. DeAndre Swift clearly last week. We'll go with Reed Blankenship tonight. Give him some love. He was the Freak of the Week. Coming off an injury, too. Showing how important he is to the defense. Geek of the Week? My goodness. In this game, I, it, this is it's tough because they played so well. I guess if you, like I know people would probably try to say, "Oh, Jalen was interceptions." I understand, but geek. Man, I I guess if anything you could try to say maybe Josh Job. And it's not like he played a bad game. Like I this one's tough because there's just nobody who stuck out who played like just didn't play well. You know what I mean? Like I thought Job played all right even. I mean, he had some moments, the penalty, like that's probably why where it would go. This is one of the really harder ones because like I said the, the Eagles just physically dominated the Buccaneers. I mean, like, Hurts, you could say, for the turnovers. It's just, if he wasn't severely under the weather, he would be it. Because he can't turn the ball over. We will be back, though, 
Thursday, we'll go around the NFL because we're going to talk about what happened in the division this week. Like, you know, hey, the Cowboys, hey, two weeks, everybody was on them. And I get it. You blast the team 40 to nothing. They beat the crap out of the Jets. You're seeing like the Jets and how they might have the worst quarterback in the entire history of the NFL playing right now. And then they lose to the Cardinals. It's almost like winning in the NFL is hard, right? Like this isn't college football. There are no cupcakes in the NFL. I know people think the Cardinals or they think the Texans, who by the way, both won this week, the Bears right now. Okay, I get it. You're going to get some teams that aren't that good, but there's no such thing as a cupcake in the NFL. That's why there's still only just three teams undefeated right now in the league. Three weeks in, there's we're down to three. To show you how hard it is to win in the NFL, and the Eagles aren't playing good right now, and they're 3-0. We're a damn good team. And this thing's going to just keep rolling and rolling and rolling. And eventually, guess what's going to happen? We're going to start actually clicking on offense, especially in the passing game, and watch the bleep out. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Stay educated. As always, go Eagles, go! Go!